Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Chris Rosini, our co-host. Chris, welcome to the program. It's great to be with you, Dr. Paul. Very good. And uh, we have uh, a program today, uh, some items to talk about in the news. We want to we visit and talk a little bit about the, you know, the uh, World Economic Forum that's going on at Davos. But uh, before I do that, I want to just make a comment about uh, one of my favorite subjects, and that is sound money. <laughs> Why don't we have sound money to solve a lot of our problems? Well, we'll, we'll have to get it someday because uh, unsound money, paper money, fiat, doesn't work. It always ends badly. It's just a matter of time. The market's more powerful than all the planners. The planners are getting us into a mess. And this week, what are they? What are they talking about? Raising the debt limit so they can spend more money, but they don't talk about where is it coming from. Oh, they mention it sort of, and uh, you can't cut spending. That wouldn't be right. But anyway, the crisis is going ongoing. Uh, it's going to get a lot worse, and people will start thinking more so about money. And they have even in the Davos, they're talking about uh, currencies at least on the side and why they have to do something someday and and there are some renegade nations that have been messed around with by dollar hegemony that uh, they're starting to think maybe we'll have to have a substitute that's those plans are in the motion but i don't think the forum this uh, week uh, or so that they've been meeting up there they talk about it but they don't have a solution because it won't be it won't be that easy but it certainly uh, produces uh, a lot of excitement in the gold markets in the last uh, several months it's been uh, much more recognizable that inflation uh, raises uh, you know a lot of prices and the ratio of the gold to the dollar changes because we print too many dollars and there's a limitation on how much gold can be supplied by the marketplace so this is all in the news and people are watching the prices go certainly our our viewers uh, on, for this program know a lot about gold and they pay a lot of attention and they also probably know that I do a partnership uh, with Birch Gold because it's a gold company and they send out advice and try to guide people on their investments and how you uh, can invest gold uh, and uh, because everybody can't do it the same way there's a variation so if you're interested in following up with that message uh, you can get some information on the bottom of the screen there, there's a message there that says uh, text Ron 989898 and uh, Birch Gold will receive that call and they will send you some information to get you started or catch you up to date or just find out what they're thinking about uh, because they've been in the business a while they have a lot of uh, good advice and it isn't easy believe me I've been watching the gold markets for a long time and I keep my eyes and ears open for everybody that talks about gold because I I'm not looking for the perfect answer because it isn't there but there's a lot of people know a lot more than others, and of course it's uh, connected to the uh, uh, Federal Reserve System because that, that's the other half of it. You have sound money and gold, and then you have the Federal Reserve, and they come clashing together, and that's what we're witnessing today, the clashing. But there's one major penalty from this. 
and we're suffering through it. Middle class people and average people suffer the consequence because they pay the penalty, and that is the inflation tax. So this, this subject will be around for a long time. So if you are inclined, if you want to get some free information on this from Birch Gold, uh, Ron989898. And Chris, once again, welcome uh, to the program because we want to talk about the uh, meeting going on in Davos. Uh, it's been going on for a long time. They had to suspend because of a crisis that wasn't a crisis and was created by a crisis by the very people who, who uh, uh, had, couldn't have their meetings. But uh, the World Economic Forum has been around a long time. It was like 50 years or something. Uh, uh, you know, and they... Uh, they meet every year, and oh, you have to be rich to really be rich, yeah, and, uh, but not smart. You don't have to be real smart. You just have to be rich, and then, then you get to go. <clears throat> and they, they have a lot of speeches, but they're, they're definitely establishment, and uh, they're definitely not libertarians, and they're definitely uh, not sound money people, uh, and they don't like to be criticized. Right now, uh, one individual I've been keeping an eye on for several years, uh, and, and that's Larry Fink, uh, who, run, uh, who, who runs an uh, investment company, a big one too, and he's annoyed by this. People are picking on him. He says it's getting ugly. But there is a clash, uh, this whole thing of manipulation by authoritarians and a fiat system versus the breaking through of the obvious fact that the market's telling us it's not working very well and they're being challenged. The states in, this, uh, in, our, in the United States right now are challenging the bad investments that a lot of states have made because for some reason the establishment just rolled over and sent billions and billions of dollars uh, for uh, the, the investment at BlackRock. So anyway, Rick, uh, 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 anyway, uh, what we have to have to do, uh, Chris, is to pay more attention to that. And you've been doing a great job on this. So, what do you have for us today? Uh, yeah, actually, Dr. Paul, this meeting has been getting a lot of attention. That's one thing I noticed. Everywhere that I look, I see people talking about Davos, and not in a good way. <laughs> and that is uh, something that I'm sure they do not like. They don't like that kind of attention. They may like the uh, media's attention, but they don't uh, necessarily, I believe, like what's happening now. And it's kind of like the Federal Reserve. They probably would rather stay where people don't even know what they're up to, what they're doing. Uh, thanks to Ron Paul, that changed for the Federal Reserve. Many more people understand what the Federal Reserve is and what they do. But uh, yeah, th what's happening with Davos, their PR, I think they have a PR problem. Like you mentioned, Larry Fink is complaining. ESG is being viewed unfavorably. Um, I saw interviews. People were trying to interview the CEO of Pfizer, Klaus Schwab, and they run away. They wouldn't answer even le legitimate, very good questions. They would not even answer because, you know, they, they were probably used to the softball media. And the questions that were being asked them were very, very good. So people, please go look up, um, you know, those people that tried to interview them because you'll see, uh, you know, a different side of what you see in the public media. And, uh, you know, one thing that uh, crossed my mind is now that they're getting this bad uh, media or attention, um, you know, we've got to watch because they're going to want to divert that attention. And I would pay attention to the Ron Paul Liberty Report and war 
because we are covering it every, you know, almost every day during the week. You know, when when people in power want to divert attention off themselves, they are likely to uh, go to war. And we, we should all be educated and aware, uh, you know, to do our best to try to make that not happen. You know, one thing that's being reversed, because uh, the usual technique is if you're speaking the truth, you have to be demonized. So once they, they respond by calling the people who are objecting being demonized, that means they're doing it. So it's sort of like in politics when they accuse one party of lying and a scandal and work with the Russians. That means they're doing it. So they, that's, their, that's their game. <clears throat> that's their game they play. But for, for a long time, those who people were, they're just called conspirators. But, you know, conspiracies can be true, too. And uh, they, they, but they've been demonized. But because of the events, it's sort of, <clears throat> it's sort of payback to the people the way they have been trying to hide and benefit from it. <clears throat> But I want to read a quote of an ad that they put out uh, in 19, uh, uh, 19, uh, 2016. And uh, th th this, it's not up anymore, but they put it in a form of an ad, which I think is significant. And they didn't deny it, but because it, it met such resistance, they took it down. You know, but I think uh, this ad that they did, uh, no matter what their excuses are, mm -hmm. Uh, it's, it means that uh, it could be just a Freudian slip in there, speaking the truth because it sure sounds true. And this is, this is the statement. The World Economic Forum has been the subject of considerable scorn and criticism for its 2016 ad campaign, which stated, quote, Welcome to 2030. I own nothing. I have no privacy. And life has never been better, close quote. And uh, it, it sounds like it has to be a joke. It has to be from Onion or something like that. But it was a serious thing. But because of the reaction, they decided uh, to, to take it down. <laughs> because many of them said, well, it sounds like they're against personal property ownership, which is actually what they are. They're for, they're for collectivism. But therefore, therefore, uh, super, super corporatism. Uh, they don't have the boots on the ground like a fascist dictator has, but they're dictatorial because they control everything else. Uh, I, and and in, in the last few years, they work in combination, uh, you, you know, with the, the woke uh, uh, population because that's exactly what they want. They want to have control. And wokeism is probably a lot better known uh, than uh, the, the World Economic Forum. And uh, maybe they're getting jealous about it all. But the principles are the same, the authoritarians against the libertarians and limited government people. Uh, and these battles aren't all negative. These battles can be very... Uh, very beneficial because it sort of identifies who's fighting whom and what does have to be done. If they're just all powerful and say, well, they shouldn't do this. Why don't we just modify this? Why don't we change the ad program? Something like that. No, this is, this is much bigger. <clears throat> and we've discovered that when the governors, especially DeSantis in Florida, because they have been giving... Uh, they, they have been giving a lot of money uh, to BlackRock. 
And, and now they're starting to withdraw it. Texas is talking about it, and it just makes no sense for, for them to continue to do this. So I think the battle lines are being drawn, but I feel good about it because I think we have truth on our side and makes more sense. It's far from a perfect system, but what we're dealing with is a system that is just rotten to the core. It just violates all principles of liberty and property rights, and yet they do it in the name of that. They say this was originally started to make sure we had a good healthy fair marketplace well it didn't turn out that way chris right dr paul you know when you watch these speeches from davos uh they see the world as a machine that they they're just going <laughs> to flip some switches they need to tweak a few things uh you know i heard someone say if a billion people stop eating meat and i'm thinking to myself how could you Life is so complex, it's so intertwined, so interdependent. You can't possibly know the consequences of such a thing. You know, you can't do such a thing in a vacuum and then just see what happens. You know, the communists did that with collectivized farming. They came up with this bad idea and then they had famine. You know, because they, they view the world as, uh, you know, not as individuals, as almost like a machine. And they just have to, you know, tweak things the right way. Uh, so this is very similar, and it's just not how life works. In fact, it ruins life. You can't tell a billion people not to uh, eat meat. You know, it was almost like with the vaccines. They just threw them out there without even knowing the consequences, and people even knew. We don't even know what the consequences are going to be. You, know, you can't do that. And now we're, we have the consequences, and they're bad. And so many people are upset now. So when they talk about carbon and, and stop eating meat, you can't even take this seriously because it's such a bad idea. Life is far too complex to make such, you know, silly, you know, take such silly ideas uh, seriously. You know, the, peop <clears throat> the people in uh, the uh, uh, economic forum, the World Economic Forum, had, a, had an influence because they're very wealthy and they're in special places and they've been around a lot. But don't, not the average person didn't know about it. But the average person is starting to know a lot about wokeism. And they're in partnership now, and they're, uh, the forum is actually working closely with uh, the, uh, the woke people. And that, and, and Chris, what you're describing there is wokeism, you know, and there, it's a disaster. It sh should even, it's, it's so ridiculous. And, uh, and now people have started to wake up like they have over COVID and, and the monetary issues. So many things are waking up, but we just have to be much more bold and clear cut on what the alternative has to be. Because if there's another vacuum, somebody else is going to come in here. Right now, I'd say we're at a stage where uh, you know, you have the forum plus wokeism. It's a form of uh, it's a form of fascism, but it's not the fascism with boots, you know, and guns as much as it's an authoritarianism in combination with government. They're partners with the government. It's corporatism, and the other reason that it gets credit is that it, it is easier for them to sell their product, which is the same as if their boots are on the ground and they're using guns. But that's what, that's what really backs it up. I mean, the monetary system, the, the uh, regulatory system, all this is backed up by IRS agents. You know, what was the, what was the most important thing that uh, the president could do just recently? 87,000 new IRS agents. That's what our problem is. We need uh, more IRS agents. So, 
But that, that I, I think the debate is coming up. There's the difference. But they do, they do point to one segment that uh, is the uh, challenger uh, to the World uh, Economic Forum and to wokeism. And, and that is uh, the, people, the people who stand up and uh, object to it, and this is what they get they get upset because the, they're getting worried that the people are waking up, and that would uh, that would be very beneficial to all of us. But the debate is out there, and I think it's just great. Uh, but I think our work is intensifying because it's more crucial. There's going to be a deadline to this. Some people expect the uh, new reserve currency to be available and used more generously very, very soon. I'm more hesitant to say it's going to come, but uh, I just don't think it's going to be easy to totally dethrone the dollar because it has been so powerful. But the principle is there, and they're talking about currencies backed by, backed by gold and backed by oil and escape the uh, you know, uh, the, the amount of aggressiveness that we have with our foreign policy, there's a lot of anger thrown at us, and we like to, we like to blame somebody else. Some of these papers on, uh, on the forum actually are talking about, you know, we have to do ABC because the real enemy is China. Well, the China has their problems. And we have to deal with them. But the whole thing is, is uh, if you're just antagonizing, it's sort of like, oh, yeah, there's a, there was a problem over there uh, in Ukraine. There was a border problem that's been going on for a lot of years. And uh, we have to get in there and settle it and look at what they did. But right now, I think it's wrong uh, to decide that it's 100% China's fault and not ours because we have benefited tremendously by issuing the reserve currency of the world because that's uh, free counterfeiting and the world has been more or less uh, uh, you know uh, forced into using it they don't have a choice but they <clears throat> they we get to print the money and we don't even have the cost of paper because it's all on a computer and then they take our money and they sell us stuff they don't they don't come over here and knock on our door and say, take this or else. They just make stuff and what, that they think the Americans will buy. And Americans are flush with cash, less so now, but they have been because we print money for our own people. And then we, we send all our money and we export it. There's a good exporting of dollars. They go over there. But the people who say it's all China's fault are ones are saying, they can't come here, they can't come here, they can't buy this, they can't do this. Well, some of those rules might be necessary, but you have to realize it starts with passing out money that's counterfeit and they spend it like they had expected to. And that's why people are getting nervous. And that's why we see the challenges now, you know, by, by the states and others. Because this whole idea of investing uh, uh, due to environmental reasons, uh, I think it's going to pass by. Very good, Chris. Dr. Paul. I will finish up. Um, the goal, obviously, for these globalists is world government. It's an old idea. You know, they're still chasing after it. It's a terrible idea. It's not to the purpose of government. Uh, you know, and you can see they want global taxes, carbon taxes, wealth taxes. You know, they want a piece of everybody around the world. You can see why they would want such a thing. Uh, but government, if it exists, and government does not have to exist, it's a man-made thing, it's not a force of nature, but if man decides to make government, it should be as local as possible. 
you can change your local government. You have some influence over the people that rule over you. In fact, you can locally even run for government. But the further out you go, the less influence you have. You know, I have much less influence over my state than I do over this uh, small town that I live in. And then the country, forget it. I feel like I have zero influence. Now, could you imagine the world if decisions are made in Switzerland on how you're supposed to live in your small little town? It's an absurd idea. It's so absurd you even wonder why they even uh, reach for this, you know, ridiculous goal. But because everything is different, no matter where you are, where I am is much different than Switzerland. How can we have the same policies? You know, but they don't think in those terms. They just think of power. I guess they get a, a thrill out of making rules that they think everybody's going to obey. So in any case, government must be local. This idea of world government, you know, they, it'll fail, you know, the sooner the better. And then hopefully, you know, we keep them at bay for a good century or so. Very good. You know, the one, th one thing is, uh, there's a lot of planners. I believe that there is something that you can identify as the deep state. <clears throat> and uh, they're not out in the open. Uh, the, the real deep state, uh, they'll, they'll meet in Davos and a few other places. And we say, oh, they're probably part of it all. But, you know, the people who decide on the big issues, uh, who's going to be the chairman of the Federal Reserve, that sort of thing. There, there's a several, you know, there's groups of people who have a, a lot of in, in, uh, influence. And uh, that's been pretty secretive. But I think what's happening now is the people, the, the citizens now are looking around. There. They recognize, that, boy, this lockdown was crazy. Who was it? Oh, maybe Fauci had something to do with it. So they're starting to look more in depth. And that, I think, is good. But we have to let the people know what the alternative is. And uh, uh, we, we have trouble because the one thing that our enemies know is curtail freedom of speech. And that's why it was instrumental and so demanding uh, for the large corporations and the people involved get control uh, you know, of, of the social media. And then they went through this cancel program and censoring uh, uh, language and discussions. And they say, well, we're curtailing that and Musk is helping and this sort of thing. But it's, the principle is still there. And uh, that is intimidating. It's intimidating into our schools. Uh, they are intimidating the kids at the very beginning. Kids are saying, I would dare ask a question in class because of the peer pressure that that's put on them uh, to do this. So there's, there's a lot to be changed, but the only thing that can ultimately change it is people getting the right information. That's why the First Amendment is so important. But I do want to talk a minute about uh, the uh, the way <coughs> the, the way people invest their money uh, people invest their money t uh, to make it productive if you can if you want to deal in a capitalist system you work hard uh, you use what you have to use to survive and you have leftovers capital you can invest it save it or whatever and uh, you can go and loan it to other people who will invest it and that's how the capitalist system uh, works. Uh, but eventually, if the people accept, well, we, we need our money faster. You know, look how we need it for the wars. We had to get the trillion dollars to go to Ukraine and, and fight that war. And we had to get million trillions more uh, to uh, fight COVID. So you can't, can't, can't meet those demands. 
without a Federal Reserve. So that's why we had a Federal Reserve and, and just look at the tragedies we have. But the, the thing of it is, the problems build up until finally the market speaks and said, yeah, you've been inflating, you have been uh, debasing the currency, and now, uh, although you can't predict today, that will always lower the value of the currency, sometimes faster than others. We're more now moving into the fast period of time of losing this confidence, but there'll be a lot of mistakes made because they destroy the most important thing in the free market, and that is the price of money, the interest rate. And that is the, th the thing that the Fed does day in and day out, and you have all the exper experts saying, Yo, he, he started raising interest rates too long ago. Oh, no, it should have been before this. And uh, it should be now, now, and stop. And they're arguing about it. But they can't know it. Even if you put uh, uh, very sincere, honest people there, they don't have any idea what the interest rate should be. Billions of people buying and selling and using money will determine the rate of, of interest. But anyway, what the happens then is the bubbles get formed. And that's what has to be happen. The market comes in and it says, we have to liquidate all the mistakes. But why we're in worse shape right now is because of ESG. You know, the, the uh, BlackRock people, they want to use, you know, social uh, nonsense for investments. And that's why we're going to protect the environment and do all these social things. They're social engineers by manipulating the money. And they had enough power to make it where it was uh, beneficial in the short run <clears throat> because people were uh, wanted, they wanted, they were bought into this. Uh, it's only the money people were where they're investing their money. Can we crack down on the abuse in, in the environment? So you have the interest rates in the Fed causing malinvestment, the running up of excessive debt, and then you have ESG making trillions of dollars of investment based on social engineering. And then when the crack comes, people get worried. So I would say, Larry Fink, get prepared. You have a lot more to worry about because there's a lot of mistakes in the market and the market is all powerful. It always cleanses. They always win out. And I look at uh, August 15, 1971, was the gimmickry of the Federal Reserve from the time it started in 1913. And uh, for the last link to gold was we were, we were converting dollars into gold up to 1971. Many people predicted, that's when I got interest, people were predicting, this can't last, it's going to come down. And it did. On August 15th, it came down. The market was saying, this is fake. This is fake, and uh, uh, it's not working at all. So we'll have to have another fake system, and that's why we have the current system that we have now. Just as fake as the other one, but people want to believe in all kinds of conditions. You can't predict it. But one thing you can predict, though, is fiat money and counterfeit money and, and economic controls cannot overcome the mistakes made by deficits, government interference, over-regulations, artificial interest rates. They, they can't overcome it. The Fed says, yeah, we have to do this and give money, but we have to be the regulators because there will be some mistakes out there. So give us the power to regulate and we'll smooth this thing out and everything else. So if you have a, if you have a little inflation, we know how to have a soft landing. Well, we're in the soft landing right now, and we're bouncing around a whole lot, and it's only started. We have a ways to go before the landing. But anyway, uh, it's interesting stuff, but very, very dangerous. 
but I think there's some good th stuff coming out now. Uh, Chris pointed out clearly why, you know, there's a lot of articles out there about, uh, at, about uh, Davos, and uh, that means that, that uh, the information is getting out, and it's not positive. You know, for 40 years, nobody ever cared. Now they're starting to care because the deep state is not so deep anymore, and now we have something that we can target and understand their mistakes and their economic and political philosophies. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Please come back soon.